Welcome to Women in Fitness Business. This is Kelly Sanders, and I'm here to inspire you so that you can have a fitness business and a lifestyle that you love. This is your dose of inspiration where we chat all things fitness business by combining the proven strategies plus the mindset. The moment that you combine these, you gain momentum that increases your fitness business and income to the level that you have always wanted. Welcome to the Women in Fitness podcast. Today, I have a special guest for you. Her name is Linda Rankin, and she is the owner of Results Personal Training Management. And she has owned that business since 2014 and since then has continued to take RPTM to the next level and provide her clients with more skill, more knowledge and training opportunities. September of 2016 saw her move into her very own studio and her dreams of having a premier training facility in Mackay became a reality. And now she gets to help hundreds of women and men all around the area of Mackay to improve their health and fitness. So welcome, Linda. Thank you so much for joining us on the Women in Fitness Business podcast. No, thank you for having me today. So good. I love your background. Like you've been in the industry for quite a while. So do you mind just sharing with our listeners just a little bit about how you got started in fitness? Yeah, of course. So, yeah, started um, 2011, I started my certification, um, and that was just through a friend who actually owned RPTM, and, you know, I had my kids, so I wasn't working anymore, um, and it just came at a good time, and it was a good chance for me to looking at a different direction after having kids as to what I was then going to do with my life. So did that, started working for her um, as an instructor within the business. And then, um, yeah, she moved away in 2014, saw the opportunity for me to buy the business of her and continue to grow it from there. So primarily we were all outdoor, outdoor boot camps, outdoor group fitness. Um, and yeah, my style then kind of started to change. My own training changed. And yeah, then I got the opportunity to move into a studio in 2016. So that was a really exciting time. Um, yeah, but it was, it was a big change as well for the business. It was a complete restructure. Um, yeah, and it was it was a hard change. Uh, it was very different. But yeah, things have just gone, kept growing from there, which is great. That's awesome. So with your training facility now, you mentioned that you were outdoors and then you moved indoors. So with your indoor facility, like how does that look for you now? So it, it's funny enough, it, it's not that different to outdoor training style. Um, I guess my studio itself, we're a little bit lucky in that it's not a commercial air-conditioned closed-in environment. It is an industrial type shed environment so with the roller doors up you still you've got that open feeling of you know not being in stuck in a gym which I think a lot of ladies like because a lot of ladies don't like going to a gym so that has helped as well um just with my main clientele they don't want to go and just sit on machines and do weights and stuff like that so majority of it is still group fitness classing using body weight you know just dumbbells kettlebells that kind of stuff not using machines and that kind of stuff so um that was really good so that 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 transition in, as in the class types um, was really good. And then, um, yeah, and it was just then tapping into the different demographic of people as well um, to keep growing. That's awesome. Now, one of the things that you have done super well with is growth. Like you have managed to grow your business from where exactly when you first started your business, where were you? How many members did you have? Oh, when I moved into the studio, I remember I had 
14 members on like direct debit memberships and then you know you still had the few on on other options but yeah 40 members and at the moment I'm um just over 100 100 members and then we have quite a lot of uh, one-on-one PTs that are separate as well so yeah so we've got a client base of close to probably 130 to 150. Fabulous. I love that. Now, one of the things that every fitness business wants to know is about growth and how to get more clients. So what has been some of the ways that you have generated new clients in your business? It's worked super well for you. Yeah, definitely. I think really getting consistent with my marketing, um, consistent with obviously Facebook is still the primary you know, marketing tool, I think that, that most of us are using and just being consistent with that. And, you know, going from one or two posts every couple of days to, you know, four or five every single day, which sounds like a lot, but when you look at, not everybody sees them. So that's been my consistent for definitely the last, you know, five years. Um, it took me probably a year to kind of get up to that, but yeah, so that's definitely number one. And just introducing um, the members packs as well. That was, um, that was really cool. And so I still do those. And every new member that starts gets their members pack in. Within that, we have our referral program as well. Um, the monthly offers that we do, every month we change our offers just to give people that opportunity to, to try before they buy, I guess. You know, come and see what we're all about, what we can, you know, offer you and, you know, see if we're the right fit for you. So every month that changes too. And that depending on that, that's just going to bring in different people who are then, you know, they see it and then they're like, yep, I'm ready now. I'm going to jump in on this. So um, yeah, that's been huge as well. I love that. And one of the things that you mentioned, and this is really, really super important, is the consistency of your marketing. Now, if there's one person I see in my feed, (laughs) it is Linda's business because yes, she is posting three, four, five times per day, I'm absolutely seeing at least one of her posts every single day, which is awesome. It, it just goes to show how much of a difference that you're making in your local area. So that consistency has, again, you know, a massive compound effect because I find, and I think you'll probably, you know, agree with me, Linda, is that you'll notice that if you're posting, 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 and you'll get a flow of leads and new clients coming through, but then you stop, it's like the lead flow then starts to dry off as well. And then you're sort of like scrambling to get back into that routine to generate more leads. So I really love how you say consistent because that's really, really super important. Yeah. And I think it's just like with anything, it's, it's more a branding campaign as well. So, you know, it's keeping the name there and the logo or the image or whatever. It's just keeping it there. Even if people aren't actually interested as such in what you're offering, they still know who you are. And when they are ready, yeah, so that's what that consistency does as well. Absolutely. When they are ready, that you're so exactly right. Because let's face it, not everyone is ready right now, but, you know, you're going to be that first person that they go to in Mackay when they absolutely are ready. And, you know, the the beauty of, you know, those strategies as well, Linda, is that they're not costing you necessarily any money. It's all pure, just organic marketing and done consistently will help grow your business. Um, so any other strategies that you implement to, to generate new clients and grow your business? Uh, I guess probably one of the other big things is um, back prior to owning the business when I was working in the business, we ran what we, you know, what everybody does, challenges. Um, I was not a big fan of challenges at all. I don't like the word challenges. Um, <laughs> and I just, I really... I really felt icky about doing them. So when I bought the business, um, I, I stopped doing them. You know, like I'd been helping do it while I was a trainer and I just, they didn't feel right. So I stopped them. And then after a couple of years, I went, you know what? Everybody 
everybody wants them. People ask me about them. I'm like, do I want to do this? Don't I? I'm like, you know what? I can do this, but it needs to be the way I want it to be. And I call them projects. I don't call them challenges. And we, we just change the focus. I, I don't, yeah, so I run three of those a year um, and they have been amazing. And from the first one I did where I wasn't sure how it was going to go because it was so different to what I had done in the past or what RPTM had done in the past. But yeah, they, they really, as it turns out, everybody loves them and everybody wants them and it gives them that direction, that focus. But it also is a really good lead generator because if you can get people in for that eight weeks, and they can get those results and they feel part of the family, then it's an easy conversion to keep them going and keep them on their health and fitness path, you know, with you um, guiding them. So that has been huge as well. I love how you said that it's the way that I wanted it to be because Mm. all too often people will do a strategy for the sake of doing a strategy, no matter how it feels. And so for you to just honour that feeling of like, oh, that feels a little bit icky, it doesn't sit right with me and not not doing it is a real kudos to you because, you know, people can pick up on that energy if you're not feeling it, that they'll smell it a mile away. So for you to, to go within and really look at, okay, well, people are asking for these challenges. They do love them. I get that. But what's a way that I can adapt it? in a way that does align with me and does feel good and does serve my greater community and my dream clients as well without that, you know, crazy feeling. So that's really cool. So what would you say was some adjustments that you made to ensuring that it feels good for you and, and, and is aligned for your clients? Yeah, I, I guess the biggest thing for me personally, um, and there's nothing wrong with doing it this way, is that I took out any winners and losers um that was the thing that that didn't really sit well with me you know when we'd run them in the past when I was working for the, for the business or with working with other businesses and there was always like your biggest loser who could lose the most amount of weight four centimeters in eight weeks six weeks 12 weeks whatever it was um you know and I remember one that we did and we had you know amazing results we had 10 kilos nine kilos eight kilos even seven kilos in in a six-week period and and that's massive. That's huge. But then to go and say to somebody, oh, look, you lost nine kilos, which is in six weeks is huge. It's amazing. But somebody else lost nine and a half. So they won, you know, and I just that that was the big thing that didn't sit well for me. So I don't we don't ever do that. It's it's all about becoming a better person than you, you know, like if it's 12 weeks, then in 12 weeks time, can you look back and say, I'm making better choices now. I'm a better person now. And that's your prize. You know, that's where you've won. So um, that was the biggest thing for me. And I have never, you know, in what, four years of running three a, a year, I have not once asked, had anybody ask me, um, why do we not have prizes? Why do we not have the biggest loser or anything like that? It has never, ever come up. So, yeah, that was so probably good. the biggest change that there yeah, that I made when yeah. I started doing them again. Yeah. That's beautiful. Now, um, when you said that you run them three times a year, do you run the same challenge three times a year or you switch them around? So the structure is the same. Um, I just vary them a little bit in the way that I'll mix and match some of the recipes. So there'll be some recipes that I'll use for every single project. Um, and then I might just change, you know, 30% of them for each of the three projects. Um, I'll also, they're different lengths. So the one we're currently in at the moment is only a five-week one. It's a nice little one to get us started for the year. Um, my next one's eight weeks and the one at the end of the year is six weeks. So that also caters for different people. Some people just go, oh, eight weeks, that's too much, but they're happy to do a six-week one. Um, and then I just change the focus a little bit too. So the one we're doing now 
is because it's the beginning of the year, it's more focused on um, just weekly tasks. Weekly, we set three small tasks every week that aren't even necessarily weight loss or fitness focus. It might be, okay, this week I'm going to look at upping my water to two liters a day. That could be number one. The second one might be getting, I'm going to go to bed, I'm going to be in bed by 9.30 every night. So just changing habits. So this one is a huge one on changing habits um, that, you know, it's going to last us for the rest of the year, you know, just set ourselves, set ourselves up right at the start. So that's this one. The next one um, will be more of a focus on, women and confidence making women or helping women to get their confidence back and feeling like a lady it's called my little black dress project so it's all about that confidence and you know making sure that they allow themselves to have the time for them as well so that one that's a big focus on that one as well um and then the end of the year we do a little bit more mindset work on um in the one that goes at the end of the year so it's all very similar structure um you use a lot of the same templates i can just change the wording and yeah throw on a few different things um yeah throughout the the project weeks it's so cool how you switch around the different focus of the challenges throughout the year so it's not the same thing over and over that you are tapping into different pain points and emotions and pleasures of you know what a a client may want and what someone else wants maybe something different to someone else so it's really great that you're able to help so many people throughout those challenges those three times a year that you run how many people roughly on average do you get per round uh generally most of them will be most of the projects will be anywhere from probably at the moment 45 to up to 70 people nice. per project yeah that's so, so good yeah it's so good really good to be able to help that many people in one hit but still feel like I'm able to give them all their individual attention as well yeah which was also my biggest thing too and that's my biggest thing in business too is like I never want to get to the point where I don't know how many kids somebody has or what their husband's name is and things like that that's what yeah makes us who we are so not losing that connection with clients so that's one thing I wanted to make sure that we ma- I maintained as well every time we want run a project so powerful mm. so powerful and so that's obviously attributed to the mass you know the growth of as well of your business and you know getting these people in through the challenge and then once they come in and and get great results and love that community that you've got they obviously want to stay in into yes. your membership it's been a huge way to, for, for growth in your business yeah absolutely and um to the point when I first yeah because I was uneasy about them when I first run that first one and there was a lot of work to get that first one up in the month. <laughs> there is a lot and of work I wasn't sure how it was going to work or what was going to happen or how I would yeah. feel or how it would be received and once I did it I went oh, why have I why did I not do this earlier um not just for the business side of things not just to grow my business but just because everybody just got so much out of it and it changed so many people's lives and Mm. yeah and so it was like oh it's just it's just so good on so many levels fabulous I love that so good um and the beauty is is that one of the things that you have created is you have systemized and you know, for anyone who follows me loves knows that I love systems and, and which allows you to have some more freedom to do more of the things that you love, you've actually systemized your whole process of your challenges. So you've taken from the groundwork, done all the emails, um, meal plans, exercise side of things, welcome books, um, the resources for tip sheets and measurement guides. Like you've completely created an entire program around that. 
Um, is that am I right in saying that? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, everything's documented, and like you know, some of them, even from year to year, when I um, reuse the same project, some things will change. So I've, you know, I've still got, you know, 2017's this project, and then that's in a folder, and then the next year, some of the documents may be slightly changed, but it's all still the same, same. But yeah, that's all saved again. So um, yeah, email daily emails. Some of the projects have daily emails. Some I only do to a, a week. It just kind of depends. Um, all the Facebook posts as well. That's a big thing. Um, and, and I do that not even just within my project groups, but also um, all of my Facebook posts that I do um, on, on my pr- um, public Facebook page, I keep <laughs> I keep a copy of everything. Every time I'm like, oh, that's wow. And I post something and then I'll copy and paste it into a Word document. So um, I just... It's the only way to do it, I think, in business. You can't, you don't want to keep reinventing the wheel. So just do it. Yes. Do it once. So true. And then, you know, you've got, they've got the structure there. You've got the base there and you can always adapt from there. Yeah, so true. And the beauty is, is that Linda has made this available for you as well with her Drop Address Size program. Um, where she just helps you increase your leads, grow your fitness business and keep you motivated. So she actually gives you all the, in a nutshell, the whole entire system of how to run a challenge. So I'll put the details of that in in the show notes below as well. So when you, when you think about your fitness business and, you know, you've obviously been in the industry for quite a long time, like what would you say to people who are currently in the, in the business to, what are some like, tips to to help them continue with their growth to help them on their journey to help make their life a bit easier when it comes to owning a fitness business what are some of your hot tips oh I think um at times I think you just whatever you do you've just got to be in alignment with you know everything you do you need to feel comfortable doing you need to believe in what you're putting out um, because that will bring people in and I think the other thing too is don't get caught up in competition um, don't worry about what other people in your area are doing. Um, and this is a big thing for me. I don't follow any gyms in my area or any PT studios. Um, you know, there's a couple that are similar to what I do, but I don't follow them because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Um, I'm not one of those people that are going to go, oh, well, they're, they're, they're releasing something soon. I better release something. Like just run your own race because people will see through that if you, if you don't. Um, so just run your own race, be your own person and just do what feels good for you, you know. And if you just decide that, oh, I'm just going to spare a moment, you might want to do um, an, a, a sale on something, then, then do it. Um, you know, if you decide that you're going to, put out, do a little bit of a challenge, but you might just, if you're not sure, you might just start in-house and only offer it to clients you've already got, um, you know, and that might just be what you feel you need to do because you're not not quite ready to open it up to the outside public, which is fine, and test the waters in that. But, yeah, really the biggest thing is just run your own race. Don't worry about what other people are doing and make sure that every decision you make, you you are confident and happy with that decision. Very wise words of wisdom. One of the things that's come up recently I've seen Um, with some people is that imposter syndrome Um, and you've nailed it on the head because with imposter syndrome is that when you're not being your true authentic self when you're trying to be someone that you're not that's when you can feel like imposter syndrome but if you can wholeheartedly say that you know what this is me this is who I am I'm being totally aligned on authentic you will not have the challenge of imposter syndrome because you don't have to pretend to be anyone else you just 
be you and you stand in your power and you do what you're best at. And yeah, like Linda said, I think it's a great idea that you don't follow competition because you just run your own race. And that way then, you know, you just keep focused on what's important to you. So that is such a beautiful tip and, and definitely, you know, something that keeps coming up. We see um, in our Women in Fitness Facebook group recently as well around that imposter syndrome. So it's really nice to to hear you say that. So thank you so much, Linda. It's been lovely chatting. I love speaking to women in fitness who are mums who, you know, not just doing amazing things um, with their businesses, but, you know, juggling a bit of family life and, and business and still creating the freedom that they love and creating the lifestyles that they they dreamed and also impacting the community. So I thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. If anyone would like to get in contact with you, what's the best way to follow you or reach out? How can they do that? Yeah, so um, follow me on Facebook. Um, so um, RPTM, Results Personal Training Management, is my um, business page. And uh, yeah, be able to find us on Instagram as well, which is uh, Linda Rankin underscore PT underscore RPTM. So yeah, by all means, you know, if you're interested in in what I do and how I do it, you know, it's every just got to find what works for you. But sometimes looking at what other people are doing that aren't in your area, obviously, um, can, can definitely help um, if you're feeling a little bit stale with, especially with marketing and stuff like that. And I, I you know, I do that a little bit too with the, the girls and women in business too, that I've got to know, you know, we all follow each other too. And, um, and it's good sometimes just to get fresh ideas of what um, other people are thinking and doing as well, that you can then make your own. Um, and yeah, always do that. Always make, make everything your own and make it, everything you do needs to be in your words as well. Absolutely, because if you do, you know, I, and this is what I've also seen over my last few decades is that, you know, people who do try and copy other people, it just doesn't work. They're always on the back foot watching and scrambling, trying to make it work when they're, again, you know, this is where the imposter syndrome comes in because they're not being true and authentic to themselves. But when, you know, you and I do exactly what Linda does as well, is that, you know, you look out for inspiration and get ideas to help your community, but it's from your place your heart-centered space of love and, and and in your words of how you help people so yeah absolutely so follow linda check her out she's absolutely amazing doing wonderful things in Mackay. and also for those ladies who would love a done for you uh, uh, challenge where to increase your leads grow your fitness business and keep your clients motivated linda has put that all together for you so i'll pop the link down in the show notes as well so you can access that and check it out and why wouldn't you want to um, get that and run a, a proven challenge given that you do it three times a year and you've been doing it for years so it's awesome it's all there done for you why reinvent the wheel as you said super cool so thank you so much Linda for joining yeah. us thanks for having me it was my pleasure and I'm sure we'll have her on again sometime <laughs> soon because she's absolutely incredible all right ladies thank you so much I'll see you next episode <laughs>